A world first, bunk beds could offer travellers some respite from the torture of sleepless long-haul flights, on Air New Zealand at least. From next year, the national carrier is offering so-called Sky Nest rest pods on its New York and Chicago route. Passengers will be able to book a spot for a snooze. It's part of a $3.5 billion spend on upgrading its fleet and buying new planes over the next five years. Well, joining us now is Air New Zealand boss Greg Foran. Uh, kia ora, Greg. Kiora, how are you, Lisa? I'm very well. I need to know more details about this, and please be honest. Is is getting into one of these things the equivalent of crawling into a giant, um, you know, drain pipe or getting into your own coffin? Can you just give us a bit of perspective? No, much easier than that, Lisa. Um, it's a probably more akin to getting into a bunk. So easier picking the middle one than what it is having to go up to either the top one or the bottom one. But uh, pretty easy to get into if you're six foot two. Uh, or smaller, it's it's pretty good. If you're a bit bigger than that, you might have to bend your legs. But plenty of room in there, little curtain you can pull across to give yourself some privacy. So um, it's actually a very comfortable experience. So how wide? I mean, you know, how wide are they? Are they like a standard single bed? Or, or I mean, how would you describe them in terms of space and feel? Well, the way I would describe it is that uh, I reckon I could sleep better on one of these than what I could on business class in terms of width and length. So the ability to be able to roll over and the length of it is better than what you get in business class. So there's going to be six pods on the planes that these are on, is that right? That's right. They're going to be uh, up front of economy, just behind premium economy, six of them there. And um, you can sort of take them at a four-hour stretch, 30 minutes in between, so we can change the sheets and do all those sort of things. And uh, we'll do more work on the pricing, but we think it will be sort of about $400, $600. Okay. So at the top end of that, you're paying 150 bucks an hour for a nap. Is that good value? If you're sitting on a plane for 16, 17 hours, I think some customers who have bought the economy seat will say, do you know versus paying for premium economy or business class, I don't need all that comfort for the entire length, but if I could just get a decent nap on the way, um, I think uh, we'll have a lot of people taking that up, but we'll wait and see. Now, you described the logistics of getting into these things. So are you going to have higher prices on the ones that are easier access? You know, if you're in a lower bunk, is it going to be more expensive or cheaper or all the same? No, no, we think we'll run all the same at this stage, really a more of an everyday low price. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But that's not our intention to run differential pricing. Okay, so the new layout then, that means you have to get rid of five economy seats, right? In order to accommodate uh, the pods, roundabout. That's right. That's right. You've got to take seats out to put this in. Okay. Uh, first do in the... the world to do it. But, uh, you know, we all are some of the longest flights in the world. And the other thing that's a bit... Are you there, Greg? I think we've just lost you. Sorry, we just lost you for a second there, Greg. So five yep. economy seats have to be removed. Do the pods yep. weigh more than a standard seat? Uh, pretty comparable. Okay. So the weight, weight thing is okay. So you are going to be flying less passengers, same emissions, same amount of fuel or more with these pods on. So in terms of emissions, it's a higher ratio, isn't it? Because you're taking passengers out of the mix. I mean, how does that fit with your commitment to being greener? Well, it just means that we have to try a little bit harder on some other areas. And, you know, that's really what this equation works out to be, Lisa. There's always a bit of a compromise between sort of comfort, carbon emissions, weight, 
but uh, we think being completely pragmatic is not necessarily the right thing for our customers and staff. So what we do is come up with a more balanced approach. And, you know, we like the innovation around this. And just like we saw with the Sky um, couch that we did a number of years ago, that's worked extremely well. So we think this is another first for New Zealand and a good thing to do. So, Greg, have you actually tried it, slept in it in situ? Um, I have tried it. It's obviously not on a plane. I haven't spent the night sleeping in it, but I have certainly climbed in and out a number of times and lain down there for some time. And as I said, I think it's an exceptional piece of innovation. Okay, buckle up. We're about to hit turbulence. Um, I'm just wondering about the etiquette with these things, right? Wake-ups, wake-up times, whether there's more than one person in there, and three words, Mile High Club. How are you going to control that? Well, we have Nestiquette. Lisa, just like we have restroomer kit. And, you know, there's there's rules that uh, are applied to this to make sure that everyone's safe and secure and, you know, if there is turbulence then we've got ways of uh, ensuring that people are safe. There is only one person per bunk, no talking, no listening to loud music, um, nest a kit. It's no going to talking? Work a treat. Are you allowed to have snacks in there? Absolutely not if you're, if you're going to uh, munch and crunch and leave crumbs in there for the next person. Okay, and so what happens if you sleep past, you know, the alarm or however you're going to wake these people up? What do you do? Well, we're, just, well, we're going to have to be very gently, uh, gently ensure that everyone does uh, stick to their four-hour time slot so that we can then get in there and make the correct change. But uh, as I said, all, that, uh, all that's been pulled together and we call it Nesticate and... Uh, our staff are uh, going to be very well trained in how to do this and I think it's going to be a really great thing for us. What about the icky factor? What happens with the linens and, the, you know, the pillow and, you know, the air, Greg, in there? <laughs> yeah, that all works fine as well. We have top-rate, um, you know, air conditioning systems on our plane and um, I'm sure everyone will be very well behaved like they are on all our flights now, Lisa. Good to talk to you, Greg. Thanks for your time. That is the New Zealand boss, Greg Foran, there.